Hello and welcome to another fun-filled, action-packed podcast. With me again is our guest May. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back here again. Um, it's always fun and a great pleasure. Nice. So May joins uh, to to make the podcast more conversational and more natural. We do this podcast for two reasons. One reason is to teach you English, but another reason is to give you interesting, inspirational information—information information that might improve, that might benefit your life, or that might teach you something about the world, or help you see the world differently. Maybe. So, May, what will we talk about today? Today, we will talk about how to sleep better. Sleep is very important for our health. We will also talk about smartphones and ways you can have a healthier relationship with your smartphone. So that is awesome. That is something that I need to learn more about because I've become a bit of a, a smartphone addict. To be honest, an addict is someone that needs to do something again and again and again. Some people are gambling addicts. Uh, can you think of any other addicts? Alcoholic. Alcoholic, <laughs> addicted to alcohol. Some people are addicted to smoking. I'm personally addicted to social media. Yes. Especially Instagram. Oh. Exactly. Many, many addictions, and I've also become addicted to my smartphone. A smartphone addict, and I'm not the only one.、Uh, it's the same for millions of people these days. So. Well, you need to help me, May. Okay. Well, <laughs> on this episode, we've done lots of research online to find the best advice for you. Okay, so we can fix me on this podcast. Oh well, I can give you some information, and you need to fix yourself. Ooh,、uh, very true. That's <laughs> the thing in life. When it comes down to it, you are responsible for your own life. Nobody else will fix you magically. You know, <laughs> you have to make the effort. Oh,、uh, before、Definitely. we、mm, before we get into this podcast, okay. First, if you are on Apple or Stitcher or any podcast app where you can give us a rating and a review the podcast, please give us a five star rating because this will help new people find this podcast, which benefits them and benefits us. And of course, it feels more satisfying and rewarding to have more listeners for us. Next, I'll have a short break from、uh, podcasting for about a month. So, see you guys in about a month. You know,、uh, well, May. Guess how long it takes to、uh, make a podcast? Do you know? Oh,、um, I have no idea, but、um, maybe I can just give it、um, two weeks. Two two weeks to make one podcast, maybe like a, a long YouTube video takes two weeks, but、uh, yeah, podcast takes about four days, four oh four or five days to research, to write the script, to record, to edit the sound files, taking out the dead space, adding parts, and taking out the loud breaths, like <laughs> you know, there's lots of that, and obviously that sounds kind of disgusting. I think you, I think you become professional. That's why you、um, end up 
uh, lip sounds as well. <laughs> I I think you have gone a long way and you have become somewhat um, professional. Yeah, maybe too much of a perfectionist. Yeah. Also, you have to EQ the sound, compress it. You have to make it so not make it nice to listen to. Make a thumbnail design. Upload the podcast onto all the platforms. Make a transcript. You know, and that yeah, yeah that the, sounds like hard work. Yeah, the transcript takes like four or five hours just for that. Oh yeah, uh, so next weekend, the many of my friends are coming from Hanoi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know why? Um, maybe for gathering. Uh, so two of my friends are getting married. The two English guys getting married to two very lucky or unlucky Vietnamese <laughs> women you know that sounds uh, exciting yeah so we're gonna have a little holiday a holiday with the boys for this their last trip of freedom <laughs> okay yeah so I'll be back uh, yeah next month so will you get married May one day um I hope oh really yeah okay. I hope if I find someone um suitable for me otherwise I I can stay alone I guess <laughs> yeah Uh, would your parents be uh, or your family be like disappointed if you didn't get married? Um, for sure, I think. Um, but I don't think they can do anything about it. Can they find me a husband? I don't think they can. Yeah, I mean they can try. So actually, um, <laughs> earlier today I dreamt of of getting engaged to myself. Whoa! Really? <laughs> Sounds crazy, right? Yes, yeah. I dreamt of um, like having some in- engagement to myself. No fiance. Well, in America, you can probably do that legally. Really? Well, I don't know. You know, the, like you can marry anything. Like a, a man married his horse in America. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I did that because of the pressure my family put on me. <laughs> Yeah. So they could not find me a husband, a, a fiance, and I could not find myself a fiance either. So I just get engaged to myself, I guess. Well, actually, one yeah. reason we have dreams, which we'll find out later in the episode, uh, one reason we have dreams is it, it's a way for our for us to process emotions. Exactly. You know, so maybe that your your emotions are telling you something about yeah. your future or something. And of course, it's very metaphorical dreams. It's yeah. kind of something that represents something else. Definitely. For example, Definitely. I sometimes get the dream a dream where I eat a lollipop, a chewy lollipop, and my teeth get stuck in the lollipop, <laughs> and I kind of spit out my teeth. And losing teeth is a classic dream. It's like well known, and it's it's a dream that represents stress. Stress. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know Spitting that. Spitting out teeth, in some way. Mm, uh, that's very interesting, Tris. Thank you for mentioning it. So for me, for the last three years, whilst I'm sleeping, I wake up multiple times. So wake up many different times throughout the night, usually four or five times. Do you know why I, I wake up four or five times every well, night? Well, that sounds guess? mental. It um, does. I would love to know why. <laughs> so it's my it's my smartphone. Yes, yeah, so I check my smartphone. Uh, I check all my apps. You know, there's uh, social media. There's uh, investing apps, uh, dating apps, like many, many different kinds. And uh, but then I just go on Google sometimes. Like for example, uh, a few nights ago, something that made me laugh. I woke up for like the third time, and I checked my smartphone, 
And I just ended up reading an article, reading an article about dogs. Okay. Yeah. So these dogs are in Russia and they live near a chemical plant. And do you know what's so amazing about these dogs? No. They're blue. Their oh, my blue. goodness. So I, I read <laughs> oh a whole article about, <laughs> <laughs> about dogs with blue fur. And it, is that more important than getting a full night's sleep? <laughs> I don't know. I mean... And there's really funny pictures of them. Like the dogs look at the camera, like really surprised. It's got blue hair. Like they're just like, they're jumping around the chemical plant and somehow oh, they've, they've, all the dogs there in Russia in this town, they've got blue fur, you know? Jesus. And another thing, like, I find it difficult to sleep if I'm not listening to something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've had this since I was like 12 years old. I used to listen to music like Queen or Michael Jackson. Can you? Bon Jovi. <laughs> Can you really listen to rock music to go to sleep? I know. It's probably one reason why I've turned out as weird as I have, you know. And then that turned into podcasts as podcasts became popular about five, ten years ago. I guess I, I thought I would absorb the information, you know. But it just became habits. So I always listen to something as I sleep now. My housemate, he has to watch TV. What? Yeah. He, he has to watch TV to go to sleep. Oh, no. But he just leaves it on and just That's falls asleep terrible. to it. I mean, is it the same for you? Do you have any kind of listening things or habits? Well, sometimes I listen to uh, philosophy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> philosophy or maybe some um, classical music to go to sleep. Mm. But like recently, I try not to because I feel like my mind need to have some quiet space, you know. So recently I've started leaving my phone in the kitchen. I mean, for the last month or so. And my sleep has slowly improved. Mm-hmm. And that's one technique. Uh, we're going to talk about lots of techniques backed by science, by a very famous sleep scientist later in the episode. Uh, how many hours do you sleep per night, May, do you think? I think uh, on average. On average, yeah. Uh, seven till nine That's good, yeah. So according to Dr. Matthew Walker, who's an expert in the science of sleep, we should sleep seven to nine hours per night, ideally Mm. seven to nine hours. He calls sleep your superpower. Why does he call sleep your superpower? It turns out sleeping is so important. So I didn't really respect sleep, to be honest, like I should, until more recently after listening to Professor Walker's TED Talk. Tell me more about that. Yeah, or well, he says, but yeah, one of them, your testicles, sh- your testicles are the two balls that a man has, <laughs> like next to his... Okay. You know, and uh, men who sleep five hours per night have much smaller, smaller testicles than those who sleep seven to nine hours per night. So basically, your testicles shrink in size if they don't get enough sleep. Lucky I don't have any. But can you believe that, though? <laughs> your testicles shrink by but a whole I do, third. But I, I do notice the effect uh, of lack of sleep mm. on my cycle, my um, menstrual cycle. Okay. So if yeah, I interesting. constantly have insomnia, then my you know, period would be late. Mm. So 
yeah, it does affect the body greatly. Okay. And for sure, I feel like I get a flu more easily if I lack sleep. Yeah. And can you guess any other reasons why we need sleep? Um, I guess the body needs time to restore itself. Mm. Um, you know, you cannot, like, for example, if you go running, then mm. you need some time to rest as well and stretch your body as well after that, right? Mm. So you cannot expect your body to continue day and night doing stuff, you know? Mm. That's my theory. So Matthew Walker, he wrote a lovely book about sleep called Why We Sleep. In this book, he says that the reasons why we need sleep is to improve learning, to regulate our mood, so to feel naturally happy. Yeah? Oh, wow. Yeah. To give us energy. Uh, sleep improves our memory, so we can remember things easier, mm. our memory. Also, sleep consolidates our memories, so consolidates. What this means is it helps our brain process store keep and organize our memories that's great that sounds great and yeah. i do notice one more thing if i like sleep mm. um i will be in terrible mood for sure if i don't sleep for long quite a long time when i talk to people i just forget what i'm saying like you know halfway <laughs> through speaking i'm like uh what was i talking about again and then they can't remember i can't remember and then it just kills the conversation okay you know but that hasn't happened for a while since I started sleeping well. Mm -hmm. I started sleeping well recently, and, and you know, I want to share that with you guys. Like, you know, some of these tips and Matthew Walker really helped me. Mm -hmm. So also, it boosts our immune system. Good yeah. sleep. Uh, do you immune system? Do you know what the immune system is? Yeah, like the system where <laughs> in the body where it fights um, diseases and that's bacteria. right. It's what protects us against yeah. and fights illnesses and diseases. Also, we need sleep to regulate hormones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For example, I said the above fact about testosterone yeah. in men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Testosterone is a very important hormone, which gives men more muscle mass. So it makes uh, our muscles stronger. Uh, it's also men's sex drive and ability to have children. Mm -hmm. So you become less fertile if you don't sleep properly. Mm. So if you want children... Well, you have to make sure you get good sleep. Otherwise, you know, okay. maybe become infertile or something. Okay. <laughs> so there are, do you know how many different hormones there are in human beings? Um, you tell me. So there are 64 <laughs> different hormones in humans. And sleeping well ensures we have enough of these hormones to have healthy, healthy lives. And testosterone is also important in women. Yeah. Uh, women just have a smaller amount of it than men testosterone well it also helps us have stronger bones and helps red blood cell production you know what red <laughs> blood cells do red blood cells um what do you mean okay so <laughs> red blood cells uh, are the parts of your blood the small parts of your blood that take oxygen around your body so they oxygenize our bodies now yeah. is there anything else i've missed hmm I imagine sleeping well is also linked to longevity. Longevity, longevity. Oh, sorry. Long that's all right. Longevity <laughs> too. So yes, that's a good, a good noun. Longevity. Thank okay. you for correcting me. Uh, but tell us the meaning, May. Oh, um, the longevity is like the lifespan 
um, like how long you live, basically. That's right, yeah. So it's, it's the length of time that you live for is longevity. For example, women, you can say women have a greater longevity than men, meaning they live for a longer time. Sleep increases your longevity and also it slows the effect of aging. Aww. So you look younger and more beautiful for longer and you have nicer skin if you sleep well. For sure. That's nice to know for people who can sleep well, but, but yeah, but the people the who people can't, who sleep, can't well, sleep well, yeah, then you probably they need some advice and yeah, tips. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to hear all of that amazing stuff about sleeping well and you can't sleep well yourself. Okay, yeah. so what I've learned online is to sleep better, we should. Oh, well, first, let's look at Matthew Walker's advice. So he, Matthew Walker, is a professor, after all. He's written a best-selling book about sleep. He's done some TED Talks, so he knows what he's talking about. Do you know TED? Yeah, for sure. For sure, it's, like, so famous on YouTube. And if you, if you guys are an English learner, like, intermediate, upper intermediate level or above, mm -hmm. watch TED, like, with the subtitles. You can watch the subtitles in your own language and then English subtitles. TED Talks is all the people who are at the best in their fields, the best scientists, yeah. journalists, philosophers, athletes, speaking about their experiences. Mm -hmm. TED. It's on the internet. Type in TED uh, on YouTube. So, how do we sleep better? Me and May will teach you with our research. <laughs> okay, these are from Matthew Walker, who is a professor of neuroscience and psychology at the University of California. So neuroscience, neuroscience is the study of the brain, okay? Neuroscience. Okay, um, first he says, find a routine. Your body has an internal clock. It has a clock, which is the sleep, wake, sleep, sleep wake, wake cycle. Yeah. So try to, try to always go to sleep at about the same time and try to always wake up at the same time. And your body will learn to sleep better during these times. Uh, nice, yes. Find a routine. So personally, about a month ago, I started to go to sleep at about 10 p.m. every night and wake up at about 7 a.m. And it's starting to improve my sleep a lot. Next, he says, try not to exercise too close to bedtime. Exercise should finish two or three hours before bedtime. This is because it makes it harder for your brain, harder for your brain to calm down. So your brain needs time to, uh, to kind of relax and wind down after exercise. So do you follow these two rules, May? One, one about uh, routine, going to bed and waking up at the same um, time. And the other is uh, not exercising before bed. Well, I, I think I tried myself to... Um, go to bed and get up at certain times of the day. Mm. So that's the routine. Yeah, I do follow the routine part. But then exercise, well, I never thought of it that way. But I mean, I'm not very consistent with exercising anyway. Yeah, well, many people aren't. You know. like they exercise for two weeks and they're like, yes, I'm going to be super muscly. And then they just stop for like months. Yeah. So Many I don't, like that's that. not my problem, to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, next it says uh, reduce caffeine. Caffeine is the chemical in coffee, which mm -hmm. keeps you awake. And nicotine. Yeah. Yes, nicotine and also alcohol. 
Yes. These can all lead to light to sleep. We need that deep sleep to fully enjoy the, the benefit. Deep sleep. Sorry. Yeah. We <laughs> we need that deep sleep to fully enjoy the benefits of sleep. The deep sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, if you drink lots of alcohol, this can affect your breathing while you sleep, waking you up many many times during the night. Oh, nicotine. So nicotine is uh, the chemical in cigarettes that makes them very addictive. Yeah, nicotine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so no alcohol, cigarettes, nicotine. Well, I mean. Not no, but as in, if you want to sleep well, there's more chance you'll sleep well if you don't have those chemicals. Uh, next, eat light. Okay, heavy, big meals negatively affect your sleep and cause indigestion. Indigestion is when the stomach acid, the acid in your stomach, it comes up and it's uncomfortable. It's going to wake you up or interfere with the deep sleep. Also, avoid, avoid. So try not to avoid drinking too much before bed. So you have to go to the toilet like many times during the oh. night. <laughs> That's know? a funny bit. Also, your medication can disrupt your sleep. If you have to take medicine, especially for your heart and lungs, many of these medications can interfere with your sleep. So you can speak with your doctor about taking them earlier in the day if you have trouble sleeping. Yes, and one more. So next, create a relaxing routine before bedtime. What can a relaxing routine be? So such as reading. Yeah, is a good one. Or oh, listening. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I read before bed sometimes, oh, nice. and it works. And what kinds of uh, like stuff do you read? What kind of material, for example? Anything. Okay. So like fiction, <laughs> non-fiction. Is it something boring? Mostly non-fiction. Okay. Very boring stuff, yeah, and because I'm into very boring stuff. Oh, okay, not because that helps you sleep, but that's just your taste. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But also it helps me to go to sleep um, better, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, he also says listening to music. You say you listen to classical music. Uh-huh. That might be better than listening to rock, rock music. music. Like me, yeah. Yeah. And it, ah, so there's another one, worries. Sometimes you go to bed and there's worries in your mind mm. and you can't sleep because you're thinking about them, right? So we should try and kind of make decisions and fix and resolve our worries before we go to sleep, if we can. And if not, uh, Matthew Walker suggests using a worry journal. Mm. So you write your worries in your journal. That's perfect. I yeah. do that every day. Um, not specifically at night, but I mean... I write out my problems and struggles every single day yeah. in the journal so I can be, so my mind can be somewhat, somehow free from it, you know? Yeah, so I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And I, you know me, I'm also a journaler, uh-huh. you know, and as are you. And uh, I started just, there's no certain time of day, but every time I get like a good idea mm. that I don't want to forget, or yeah. also if I'm worried about something or have something to do, I quickly write it in my journal mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then it's, it's out of my mind. My mind is then clearer. Yeah. I have a clearer mind yeah. to then do, do, do other things I need to do. You mm-hmm. know? That sounds good. And uh, so you journal... What kind of kinds of things do you write down? So, I think same as you. Um, sometimes I write down ideas when I feel like um, I have a flow of of energy through my body. You know, 
I, I get ex- excited and energetic about something, then I can write that down. Mm. Um, usually very interesting ideas. Mm. Um, and also I write down my struggles in life, mm. like ex- especially emotional struggle. Like maybe I had some quarrels with my sister, for example. Then yeah. I would write down like, why do I react that way? Why I feel so bad about it? Same. Yeah. yeah. Actually, lots of my notes are related uh-huh. to, uh, yeah, when I have kind of emotional troubles with like my family members mm-hmm. sometimes or my, my friends mm-hmm. and I get my feelings out mm-hmm. and then uh, I suddenly feel lighter, mm. you know, like I've got my most aggressive, I guess, feelings down on paper yeah. and then like I'm left with like a light kind of feeling mm-hmm. and then I can then talk to them about it or deal yeah. with it later in yeah. like a better way. It's like a, it's, yeah. I, I, I think- noticed that it's a very good way to release anger in you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that journaling has uh, transformed my life, actually. Mm. Yeah. I started when I was about 25, about 10 years ago. And uh, especially good ideas. If I see, like, beautiful quotes or, like, lovely ideas, inspirational ideas on the internet, I always make a note. Okay. And I've got, like, a kind of collection of, like, the most inspirational ideas Mm -hmm. in my journals as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you can't go to bed being angry. (laughs) So dumping down your anger on page yes it's a good idea oh next he says uh take baths before bed if you can because the hot water will lower lower your body temperature and once you're in bed it'll also make you feel sleepier and more relaxed interesting but i haven't had a bath for many years <laughs> since i lived with my parents like 10 years ago like no, no apartments yeah, i mean have not a bath. everybody can afford a bath you know yeah. um but i guess maybe a shower can be good maybe a hot shower but yeah. so that's just our idea a shower but mm-hmm. matthew walker did not say a shower but okay. you guys can choose <laughs> you to believe someone with a phd and he's a professor and just us just making random guesses recording a podcast ah He says as well, so the room should be quite cold. The Sleep Foundation, which is like a website with lots of articles about sleep, say the perfect temperature is between 15 and 20 Celsius. 15 and 20 Celsius. Pretty cold. Quite cold, isn't it? Like, it's. I've tried that, and sometimes I wake up because. (laughs) I am freezing to death. Like, I can feel the cold in my bones, you know? Like, I, I'm deeply cold because I've been freezing for like an hour before waking up from it. Mm. Well, I guess um, he should have uh, noted that we need to use very thick blankets as well. Yeah, well, he says that, actually. He says thick blankets. It's best to, if you can, have it cold, but then have like wear socks. Warm socks and have thick blankets. Okay. And that's, he says you sleep better. Well, I'm sure in uh, tropical countries like Vietnam, like yeah. <laughs> you will have to spend lots of money for that kind of temperature in your room, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, oh my, oh my God, so much energy. Okay. Um, he also says something like leave your devices at the door. <laughs> yes. And that is a big game changer for I think me. so. Yeah, like leaving my device in the kitchen mm-hmm. is really been really good for me. I've had like I've slept a few times in the last two weeks, like 
six or seven hours in a row without mm-hmm. waking up. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't happened for a long time. Because uh, it's not just like me checking my apps, but I've stopped checking my apps, but my brain still wants to wake up four times a night because it's kind of been programmed okay. that way. You know, it's just got used to that behavior of waking up, mm-hmm. even if there's nothing to check. But it's slowly improving as I think my brain's like being yeah, like reprogrammed to, mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to not kind of respond to phone responsibilities. I think it takes some time to get used to that. Mm. Ah, so he says, next tip, try and get sunlight. He says that at least 30 minutes of sunlight per day can help your body regulate sleeping patterns. That's so interesting. Like, yeah, in the morning is a good time because it makes you, he says, makes you more awake for the rest of the day. And the sunlight will give you more vitamin D. Mm-hmm. One thing I've noticed about here in Vietnam, I find in Vietnam people have this kind of like old and kind of natural rhythm to their life. Uh, oh, they, they yeah. Kind of, yeah, they go to sleep quite early often mm. and wake up very early. And the park and the beach downstairs, it's just full at like from 5 a.m., right? 5.30 yes, a.m. Yes. And people, they socialize, they exercise, they take their dogs out, they go swimming at the beach. They, they have a fully social day mm. before the Monday to Friday, nine to five workday starts. Oh, yes, yes. You know? That's, and it's like, so, yeah. That's something that we can learn from. Absolutely. I'm really inspired by that. And yeah. I try to wake up now, Vietnamese style, you know, somewhat. Okay. okay, let's move on to the last tip. Last but okay. not least. The last tip. Yeah. Well, well done, guys. Have you stayed with us for this long? <laughs> okay, go on, May. Okay, avoid lying in bed for too long. This mistake I've done so much. <laughs> yeah. If you Same. cannot sleep after 25 or 30 minutes, get up and do a, a relaxing activity until you can you start to feel more sleepy and then try sleeping again. Otherwise your brain will start to to associate will start to connect uh, your connect. bed. Yeah, associate. So connect your bed, yeah. At somewhere you you are awake and stressed and worried. So if you can't sleep after 25, 30 minutes, do a relaxing activity and try sleeping again later. Yeah, so that's good advice. Sometimes if I can't sleep, I get stressed and I'm like, oh my Ooh, God, yes. I won't sleep, therefore I won't wake up in yes. time, I won't have a good day tomorrow. Mm. So instead of just, because then... Instead of just thinking that, you know, oh my God, I can't sleep and getting angry about it, you stand up, yeah, do an activity for 25, 30 minutes, and then go back to bed. Otherwise, your, your mind will connect, associate bed with awake and stressed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, so we, we didn't even have a chance to talk about smartphones. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a, a long podcast. I really wanted to bitch about smartphones. <laughs> bitch means to, you know, say bad things and gossip yeah. about smartphones because I've got very mixed feelings about smartphones, to be honest, you know. Well, it's if we use it in a good way, then it's definitely ben- beneficial. But mm. then if we let it run us somehow... <laughs> For sure. <laughs> then it, it's, I don't know, counter-effective. I feel like smartphones own yeah possess their owners sometimes yeah. <laughs> you know exactly yeah it's become such a big part of the, of everyone's life mm-hmm. and it's as if people like there can be something 
amazing, fascinating happening in front of them, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just look up bored and they just look back at their phone, you know? Mm, yeah. Like it just returns their little safe yeah. little phone and, in the world. And when they find out there's something wrong with their phone, they panic. They Oh, it's like the worst <laughs> panic ever. Yeah. Yeah. And that like didn't exist ten years ago, you know, uh-huh. this kind of the way people rely. Like they just rely on their phones. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of I feel like some people consider it their lives. Yeah, well, it takes them away from a more natural mm. uh, connection connection with, with the world, mm. with the earth, with with your friends. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's just quite unnatural. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's very unnatural to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and I think as a result, like the way people think, the global, the worldwide psychology is like changing, mm-hmm. fa- like the last ten years, mm-hmm. very fast. Mm-hmm. faster than ever because people now have essentially a part of their brain is the smartphone it's a, what's the difference between that and AI mm. like it's basically like an AI device which has become part of their brain anyway we can talk about lots of amazing statistics about smartphones next time and hopefully May will join me again but remember next time uh, we're having a little break next time will be in about uh, four weeks so there's a transcript on the well, there's a link to the transcript on Spotify, Facebook, a few other places, okay? So click on the link if you want to read the transcript as a way to improve your English. Uh, please visit the Facebook page, Simple English Listening. Please leave a comment. Say hello. Like We'd love to hear from you. As usual, it's been a great pleasure being here with you guys. Yeah, thank you, mate, for joining us. I hope that you find um, this podcast informative and Mm. um entertaining somehow yeah maybe a bit entertaining and maybe it can help you sleep better as i've oh yes started to sleep better (laughs) after this advice okay lots of love guys see you next time see you